This is the Machination Log recorded July 30th, 2016. Across from me, I've got the birthday boy himself, Alberto Remy. Hello, everybody. Alberto, how old are you now? 18. Congratulations, you made it. Yeah. How many times have you been arrested? How many times? Zero. Uh, I got random checked at an airport once. That's the closest I've ever gotten. Excellent. Alberto, you have reached one of the handful of magical ages that are all just kind of in a string when people think that they're really, really... Like self self importance is high mm-hmm. in the teenage years. So like sixteen, eighteen, and twenty one. Aside from all being like legal checkpoints, they also tend to have their own separate parties that are very important. What are you doing for your eighteenth birthday? I'm going shooting at a gun range with some friends. That's a um, that's a thing you can definitely do. Does your mom approve of this? Yep. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, like. Approve as in she's not doing anything to stop me. She just doesn't want to hear much about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. It's hardly a maverick activity. Alberto, do you actually... Do, how much do you celebrate your birthdays? Uh, like, once a year. <laughs> I mean, like, I have... Usually there's, like, the family dinner the day of my birthday. And recently I've started doing, like, something with my friends at some point, usually a month before or after my birthday, because... I'm at the end of July, so people are on vacation, all my friends, because they're in school. So I usually have it either around June or August that they're still here. And then I have something I do with my dad, because he's not part of the other family dinner. No. Um, That's very accommodating of you, um, (laughs) to to move it around that much. But I guess if you've got, I mean, I I have a birthday in June. Mine's mine was less than a month ago now, and I've never really celebrated it all that much. Mm-hmm. So I can only barely relate even to that level of celebration. <laughs> but uh, I should probably still come up with an excuse for that. You're moving on to college, yes, so I you am. are you are on a magical journey that most of the people who have been part of the machination log uh, have already traipsed through in one form or another, and. You haven't actually become fully inundated with it, and I assume that, for the most part, your feelings fall in line with the ones that, even though you're seven years younger, I I assume they're most of the same. It's that you don't entirely know what you're getting into. It's kind of exciting and kind of anxious, but overall, I assume it's pretty positive. Yeah, I mean, I'm actually, like, somewhat surprisingly compared to most of the people that I've talked to, like, most of my friends that are going to college now, I don't feel any of those negative feelings like anxiety or fear or anything like that. Maybe that's because I'm just, you know, not looking at it the right way and I'm not looking at it as serious as I should be. But to me, college just seems like school, but harder. And then I kind of have to do stuff on my own. But that just seems fun to me. It seems like it's more sort of like adventure and excitement of growing up, which I'm a fan of. I mean, that definitely sounds like the right attitude to approach it with. (laughs) I approached it with a degree of obliviousness, which uh, (laughs) I've been paying for ever since. But that's uh, that's neither here nor there. You turned out all right. So you're um, we're still working on that part of it. The verdict, (laughs) the verdict is not in on that. Um, There's still time um, for that to fall one way or the other, regardless. So you're doing, as you've mentioned before, you're doing biology. And you are heading down to USF for mm-hmm. that uh, for that experience. Yep. I don't want to ask you too many more generic questions about college because, I mean, you could get into why you went to USF in particular or why you picked biology. But you're going to be a medical school student. Yeah. And most of that fine. most of that just basically falls in line. How do you think you are going to connect with your high school friends when you're in college? Um, 
I think mainly just for most of them video games. Like most of my most of my really close friends from high school are like on Steam and whatever. So I can just play whatever games with them or just chat with them over like whatever team speak or whatever we use to okay. like actually talk to each other. Okay. So you actually still you you have a thread outside of school that you will be able to <laughs> you'll be able to yeah. work with cyberspace. Yeah, for, a, for for some of them I'm gonna have to just kinda like occasionally text them or like maybe if we're in Orlando at the same time we meet up and chat or whatever. But like for the majority of my very close friends, I have video games for that. That's that is interesting because there is there always used to be there was a traditionally a divide where your college friends become your closest friends because your high school friends you sort of leave behind and you go because college in the <clears> same <throat> way that family that friends are the family you choose mm-hmm. college is the first real education that someone opts for um but at least in my case that doesn't actually seem to have borne out i i mean granted i'm a i'm a weird i'm kind of a weird offshoot but even even among the rest of my circle of friends who were much better adjusted human beings than I am and actually like went outside of the dormitory on occasion. Um, most of us are middle and high school friends Yeah, that, that just kind of transferred. And even though we did go to different schools around the state, the state's pretty, Florida's big. Like it, it, it takes a little bit to get that going. And the internet actually seems like it overstabilized friendships that would otherwise have broken apart and it doesn't sound like it's any different in your case because yeah. you've got these connections over the internet that mean that you don't that you you have actual besides just being able to communicate with these people you actually do things online where the school didn't really matter all that much exactly yeah like the school definitely did a lot cuz obviously it's where i met them and stuff but yeah. i think that's just generally the thing with the internet in every case is that it's allowed for that sort of like connection at every level at every time because it's just especially now it's so easy to access that like people that like that whole idea of like the world's getting a lot smaller it's like people aren't that far away anymore because they're only like a text message away or whatever and so it's really easy to talk to anybody that you know and so i guess at that point it's also like there's not as many excuses not to talk to people if you have any desire to yeah which gets a little dicey sometimes but uh. yeah (laughs) how many how many friends do you have that you haven't actually met in real life um two two okay how large a pool would you consider friends for you? Like how many friends do I have? Like like in that tally, like for someone to meet that threshold, just take a guess how many people fit into that in total. Maybe like 10 or 12. Oh, okay. So that's actually, that ends up being a significant chunk of it then. That's okay. That's, yeah. that's larger than a lot of people I, that I'm like, that I'm like acquaintances with and whatever that I'm nice to, but like the actual like friends that I have that I really do try to hang out with and enjoy hanging out with. That's a, that's a smaller pool. Sure. Oh, well then hopefully it is. That's, <laughs> that's the point of the distance. That's, that's interesting. I guess I haven't really considered that question myself. I just asked it to you first, which I guess would be some kind of projection. I'm, I'm traditionally awful with social media though. So mm-hmm. I don't, it's very hard for me to be friends with people that I have not met face to face. I don't know if that block still exists for you and people in your generation or not, but, um, I know there are some people who have problems with it and some people who like, you know, through paranoia, oh, it's probably just some like creepy stalker or whatever. That's just lying to you the whole time. Or just people who don't think that it's fun enough to just kind of talk to people. I'm the kind that I'm like the type of person that can feel like I'm getting really close to a person and like that we do have a friendship just because we talk a lot and we've said a lot of stuff to each other and I enjoy talking to that person. I feel comfortable with it. And, you know, and you don't need a face to lock on for that. No, 
not for me. I guess for me, it's just more about, you know, the the voice bits and then yeah. just the words that come out of your mind. And that's all I really need to feel like I'm getting that same sort of connection. Faces are nice. Like, they are. They do help. And the the ability to be able to talk to somebody face to face and actually know what they mean, at least most of the time, when they say it to you yeah. with their voice, you know, that helps a lot. But I still find it easier. And I think that a lot of people that I know do, too, as well. Well, and that's I, I'm what I'm trying to what I'm trying to suss out here, and I think we sort of hit on this in the generational gap episode mm. a long, long while ago, is that this is actually the internet has enabled everyone to be more connected that way across greater distances. But this hasn't actually changed the way that people approach these things. Because uh, as you seem to allude, there are people that are like me who are largely either skeptical or apathetic toward relationships where you don't actually know the person face to face. I mean, I, I'm in communication with a handful of people that I met in person and then talk with online, never the other way around. Mm-hmm. I never, I never talk to someone online and then meet them in person. It always works. It always works in reverse. And it sounds like you know people that are are still like that. So it's not as if the internet has completely abolished this. It's just that it is, it has changed the way that the groups that already exist interact with one yeah. another. If you if you had that sort of like openness to the idea of just meeting somebody online and just talking to them, then you will be able to more easily kind of adapt to that. But if you were like. You know, in my case, raised, like, because we're all pretty young, raised in, like, a household or ever that only kind of accepted the idea of, like, face-to-face interaction and stuff like that, and the internet is less of a tool for communication, then that's when you kind of have more trouble and more skepticism with the idea of, like, meeting friends online. But I guess I never really had too much of a problem with that, and I always kind of saw the internet, at least, at least when it was relevant to me, as that way that you can meet people that have similar interests as you, so you already know what you're going to talk about with this person, and so that only kind of, that already lays some groundworks for a, a good friendship. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to ask you a completely impossible question. Um, I'm going to give you an impossible answer. That's fine by me. <laughs> How many friends do you expect to make in college? Close friends? Like six. Maybe 10. I don't want to have too many close friends. Okay. I don't like having too many. So you plan on doubling up? Yeah. Okay. That'd be all right. We'll check back on that in four years and see where you're at with that. Yeah. I'm, I'm just curious because it's, I, that, and that question, I mean, you, you have not been through college. You don't, you don't know what it's actually like. Right. So there's no, there's no way for you to, but the anticipation is interesting. And you have, you seem to have a more optimistic anticipation about college than most people do anyway. So. Mm-hmm. That will be, it'll be interesting to watch that pan out. Um, well, Alberto, um, do you have any other comments about being old now that, uh, you've passed this veritable mark? It's, it's got a fun feeling to it. Like I, like being 18 now has a bit of a fun feeling cause it like, I do like, I do feel older now as opposed to like previous years where I've just not felt like that. Like birthdays don't mean a whole lot to me like i don't feel that same like you know ooh, got older yes sort of feeling Ba-ching! most of the time exactly <laughs> little level up bar appears yep. pick a skill point no i never really felt that same way about birthdays now and but now i feel like i'm 18 i'm an adult and now i know that there are more things available to me because i guess it was when i was in my high school years that i started seeing things that are more like available to adults that adults can do more and so now I see, oh yeah, like I smoking do- in front of the police. Yeah. <laughs> Be a real rebel. Yeah. Buy my own cigars. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <sighs> no, it's, I mean, for what it's worth, your, 
you're already past me on the facial hair bit. You've got you have more of a beard than I ever probably will. So <laughs> you got that. Uh, hopefully it still hopefully it still keeps growing because I want to have like an actual cool stylish beard, but I can't I can't get it to grow quite the right way that I want it to. We're gonna check into the 21 year old podcast and we'll see we'll see if you're ready for drinking beard at that point. <laughs> Full on like a lumberjack beard. That'd be that'd be awful actually. Talk to Ryan. He'll he'll sort you out. He True, knows, <laughs> that's he, right. He knows how to how to cure one of those things. But yeah, no, I do. I do really appreciate that feeling, and I, I think a lot of it has to do with actually going to college. That I feel like that is my first real experience. Even though for me, it's going to be very very sheltered. My first experience in being like an adult and making my own decisions and doing my own stuff. Like I have. I have my parents covering all of my college expenses, so I don't have to worry about it. But I still feel like that's my time to make my own decisions and develop myself in whatever way I kind of want to. And that's exciting for me. How many of your friends are in a similar boat? Um, Do you think that part of your lack of anxiety comes from the fact that there are relatively few strings attached to it? Yeah, absolutely. I think that a lot of it has to do with the fact that I'm not really worried about going to college that again i see it because of the fact that i'm not paying for it and whatever else that i just see it as high school but harder because i already kind of went through like a like difficult class in high school with you know honors and ap classes so i'm used to like big workloads and like working hard and so i just see college as more of that especially with the fact that i don't have as much to worry about with it but i don't think that basically any of my friends feel the same way about it they're all either kind of dreading college or they're just sort of like not really excited about it, and it's just kind of another thing that they got to do for them to get wherever they want to go. I, I'm thinking specifically about the the expense side of this equation. I mean, how many how many of your friends do you think are fully covered either by scholarship or by familial tie? Probably, like, well, probably like most of them, like. Relative to the people that I that I know, like four of them, of of the like eight people that I know that are going to college right now, okay, like maybe four, like four or five of them probably. So some of this is attributable to your own optimism. I'm just I'm just trying to see if money is playing a factor here or not. Oh yeah, I I absolutely feel like it is. Okay, I don't have to worry about it, and so it lets me think about college as just kind of more of a go out and explore situation. Be careful, (laughs) because that lack of skin of the game does have other ramifications for the way you will approach it, potentially. We'll keep you on the straight and narrow. We got the MacLog. We'll make sure we will be the Optonomicon. (laughs) Good old Uncle David looking out for me. (laughs) Panopticon. There we go. No, we'll be. I'll take that. I'll certainly do my best. I definitely want to be careful. Yeah. Well, I mean, I need need a doctor, so (laughs) I'm hoping you get through this med school thing super quick so that if I... uh, I accidentally give myself a cancer. I've, uh, I've got somebody I can actually rely on. So, I mean, what, hopefully it's like lung cancer, man, because I don't know. That's that's fine. What I'm trying to say is that the machination log was actually a ruse, so that I have an in on getting proper medical care. It was actually the grand plan all this along. Why have you even had the assessment podcast then, man? Just just be upfront with everybody. Because this is actually, just to make make Alberto a doctor. Because you have it's. It's the rope-a-dope straight. You can't just lay it all out there, man, like I just did. You can't just, like, <laughs> give up the ghost. You have to You have to layer it. You have to not... Re- have you seen The Karate Kid? Yes. Oh, I actually haven't seen it, so this analogy would be amazing. So you'll know what I'm talking about, and I only know about it because I heard about it from somebody else. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, that's pure podcasting right there. Um, it's basically like that. I'm following advice from a movie I haven't seen. Aren't we all? <laughs> I, advice from one movie or another we haven't seen. I think that's a good note to end on, maybe. You got any other uh, final thoughts before we go shoot at things? Uh, I'm one of the friends he's taking out to go yeah, shooting is. guns, so. Going out with all experienced people so I don't, you know, shoot myself in the foot or nothing like that. Experienced is a really vague term, so. <laughs> Have you gone more than once? Oh, I've, I've gone a handful You're experienced. Of yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Relative to me, you're experienced. I suppose. <gasps> yeah, no, that's all. That's all I got for this anyway. Cool. I'm excited to be going off to college. Cool things happening. I hope cool things are happening for everybody who's listening. That thing you were going to do, everybody, go do that. Um, the thing you're putting off or that person or whatever, just do do or talk to or eat that thing. Don't eat that thing, actually. It's probably bad for you. But I'm other talking than to that, you, Roger. Roger, you or, listen to me. Yeah. You go find that girl. Kiss that girl, man. I was going to say Jarvis. That's not anyone's name. No. <laughs> that's, not a, that's not a real first name. That's not even Iron Man's computer's real name. Yes. <laughs> it's an acronym. That's going to do it for the machination log. <laughs> Hopefully that was sufficiently inspiring. Alberto, thanks for coming on the journey with us. Thanks for having me. Good morning, everyone.